When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh, come all ye faithful It's only stupid answers today We basically got we, there We were close enough It feels like if there were uh, an only stupid answers holiday song That'd be how it's like. Oh come all ye faithful Half of you sing it one way The other half of you sing the other way We'll figure it out in the middle We'll get there Yeah that's how most hymns were made. It was we'll get yeah, there. We'll get there. We'll figure it out. Why did we have seven verses? The seven versions of the song because we got there. Because we got there. And we then figured we wrote it them out. all down. That's always not fun. Okay, guys, welcome to Only Stupid Answers. Let's get the intros out of the way, and I'll come back to this in a second. This is the best damn podcast you can put your moist little ears into. We all know we get a little sweaty in the ears, and hey, that we don't shame you here for that. We celebrate it. We call you the moist little ears. And I'm gonna be honest. We had a conversation one time. Where we're like, that's a little too. I'm gonna be honest. It's a little too hard to say. And it's a little too long of a name to call our moist audience. Ears? I disagree. I, I love it. It's moist little ears. Should we just call them moisters? <laughs> <laughs> the moist. <laughs> I, I was, I was watching, I was watching New Girl, yeah. and um, Winston, one of the characters, is dating a lunch lady, and she's like, she's like, can you stop calling me that? Uh, it, we're called lunch monitor, monitors now, and it sounds like you're being derogatory about yeah. my job. And it's like, oh yeah, it's like how you can't call little people um, shrinkies. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking. <laughs> I fucking died. It's because he always says the thing just out of left field. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that show so much. And she shockingly doesn't date him after that. What? <laughs> what? Why? Why? What are you talking about? Anyways, guys, this is a, we're not gonna talk about the slurs for uh, different types of people. We're gonna be talking about movies. Yes. TV shows. Yes. Comics. Yes. Ghosts. Sometimes. They sci-fi time trial a little bullshit but this episode is going to be a special one because uh we have a special email just for you guys uh that you sent us you're kind of you're 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 off the book questions you're less you're what 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 words am i looking for we we gave you an email and we wanted we wanted your lengthier questions your more in-depth questions we want to get deep with you so you guys hit up our you sent our you sent us emails uh we had a ask at only stupid answers.com you guys hit us up and we appreciate it you guys sent us a lot of good questions um we're gonna go through a good chunk of them today there's still a bunch that just we can't do in one episode that wouldn't be fair we won't be fair no, no. to us. We, we have to go through <laughs> Mostly, yeah, yeah. Um, But yes, but really quick. Top of every episode, we always do a little bit of business. Yeah. And the business today is to... I'm totally blanked. I'm going to be completely <laughs> go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com. If you're like, hey, I'm already listening to this podcast, but what are other places I can listen to or what our social media is, you can all go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com. All that stuff is there. But we're on Facebook at slash OnlyStupidAnswers. We're on Twitter at only at OnlyStupidAnswers. Yank out the vowels from stupid. And Reddit.com. Slash R slash. 
only stupid answers. And you guys are an awesome community over there. We like to read uh, from your Super TV Showdown thread that uh, Swanman85 makes for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they put that together and we read it on our Super TV Showdown show over on Patreon. Yeah, and if but, you don't know what that is, at patreon.com slash only stupid answers, we review all the superhero, like literally all the superhero shows. We, we focus on uh, the There's, main four CW shows, but we also talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we talk Runaways, uh, we talk Gotham and Lucifer, good lord. Basically, um, it's double the amount of podcasts that you get over there. It's, yeah. It's pretty cool. And today, by the way, if you're watching live or you're listening to this, we're doing a movie night. So, or movie yeah, live yeah. stream. It's not night. We're no, doing it's it, not. It, it might be it, night where you are, but yeah. it's not night where we are. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. But also, uh, we're going to read from what we're into this week. But really quick, let's do uh, uh, let's uh, let's do the thing we love to do, where we yes. read reviews. Yeah, if you go on iTunes.com, right? Is that I don't know well, iTunes. Everybody just has it. The app. Yeah, just the app. <laughs> if you open iTunes and you go to Only Stupid Answers, you can give us a five star review, and we love reading those five star reviews. And we got a couple here. Uh, this one from Hello Mego. I think so. Yeah. Uh, uh, two down, two two down to Earth boys. I uh, thought it was two down, two, two to go. <laughs> uh, I'm usually hesitant when it comes to someone who says films instead of movies because, from my experience, they tend to have an air of pretentiousness. But you never get that from Sam and DJ. Whew. I've <laughs> never, I've never tried to be pretentious. Yeah. And hopefully, I never. Come we'll get up you there. Way. We'll yeah. get you there. There's no arrogance or condescension. They couldn't come. Uh, they they couldn't come across friendlier. They talk to you without talking down. to you which i really respect and i always have to stifle my laughter since i listen to them at work which makes it even more enjoyable it's fun and intriguing and i genuinely love hearing their opinions on many different topics don't worry hello mego we'll get you saying films really we'll get you there really quick this uh, while wow, I did love that that was a very we saw nice a review. film this week we did see a film oh, right. we'll talk about it but yeah. sorry really quick about this review it definitely it's a very nice review and I appreciate you writing because I love when you guys write reviews but it also sounds like when you want to introduce someone but you don't really like them you're like don't worry you might think they're pretentious but they're a really they're great nice. guy yeah sure sometimes they might say this but don't worry you can get <laughs> past that it's like it, it sounds like you're kind of like. Uh, it's like you're not you're half complimenting somebody <laughs> but anyways that's not what you were doing I just really appreciate you writing that comment we also have another one here from 123TDA nerd love five stars best nerd podcast out there yay yay but really quick before we hop into what we're into this week the best damn segment you could ever think of mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about our friends over at Omaha State oh hell yeah Sam if I were gonna ask you what you thought the perfect gift for me is what do you think that would be Omaha Mistakes? Yes. Okay, that's what I got you, and I yeah. just wanted to make sure that I got the right thing. <laughs> you did right. You, I was about to be so wrong if I wasn't right. I ordered you a lot of Omaha steaks. Perfect. That's the perfect gift for me, and it's probably the perfect gift for your loved ones at home. Let me tell you a little bit about Omaha steaks. For only forty nine ninety nine, you can get the family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter our podcast code STUPID in the search bar. That's 75% off. That's amazing. So we got some Omaha steaks. They sent us some uh, beforehand. That's why I knew you would like this burger. Yeah, the the burgers. Uh, they've got some uh, kielbasa sausages that are amazing. Mm-hmm. I, it, it was it was a pretty tasty treat. The steaks, though, I was like, I was feeling pretty good. I grilled them perfectly, and I've never grilled a steak perfectly. Don't tell me that it's really easy because I've messed it up. But I nailed theirs. 
Ooh, it was it was a good it was a good din din. So right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners. Listen to everything that you will get for less than fifty dollars. Less than fifty dollars. You get two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha Steaks seasoning packet. Plus, you're gonna get four additional kielbasa sausages. That means you're getting entree sides and desserts everything you could ever want go to omahasteaks.com enter our code stupid in the search bar and get 75 percent savings it's the gift that is guaranteed to be a hit enter the code stupid now back to the show oh thank you so much to omaha steaks let's go ahead and talk about what we're into this week and we got a good little chunk before we get into questions because a lot of stuff happened this yeah. week um uh, uh dj yes name one thing we have a bunch, but name. I'm going to. I want to. I want to start with Happy. Let's do Happy. Yeah, because there's a new sci-fi show called Happy with an exclamation point. It stars Christopher Maloney as a uh, down on his luck hitman, basically in New York. Um, that's just the biggest degenerate you've ever seen on TV. Literally the worst human being he's, that is a protagonist, but yeah, it, barely. Yeah, and uh, and he's he describes his life uh, at a certain point as a swirling toilet that just will not flush. And it that seems pretty on His point. His body is a swirling toilet that will, <laughs> will not flush. flush. Yeah. Flush is death. It will never, ever <laughs> happen to him, ever. Yeah, he really should die a couple times on that pilot. People are just... just pooping constantly on him and just he'll never die yeah and, i hate that i said that yeah but it, it, hey, it fits it, it, it fits <laughs> and at a certain point a uh a blue flying horse a tiny blue flying horse comes to his aid it is the imaginary friend of a little girl that's been kidnapped and he tries to recruit uh christopher Mullen characters nick Sachs, to help him find the girl and if you're like wow that premise is crazy you won't be surprised if i tell you that it was written by my favorite comic writer of all time grant morrison um and it's uh the, with the art from derek robertson it, it, it is a um, graphic uh, novel you can find right now. Happy. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend everything Grant Morrison writes. Um, and this is done by Brian Taylor, who was one half of the Neville Dean Taylor duo that did the Crank movies. And oh, sweet Jesus, those are some of the great. Like, it's... It, the Hideo Kojima trailer the the new death yep. stranding felt oh, like something special it, it felt like i had a nightmare it, last night that it very different but the same feeling no, but it, like, it just emphasized that death the death stranding makes me think of nightmares but like think, okay so go guys if you have a chance i didn't mean to interrupt but yeah. we'll come back and talk about that for a second because i loved happy as well but the death stranding trailer go watch it really quick because it's it's like it's it, it's else, seriously man. it's what i imagined what a bad like a really bad like meth high would be like because it's like that flashing little light on his thing yeah. and it's clapping and making sounds all the time by your ear and shit's flying up and there's like babies crawling all over <laughs> you and they're in your stomach it's just like what it's like if you mix the most power it's like what, what's that one uh, uh, what's that one hallucinogenic that everyone talks about? Like you feel your birth and death at the same oh, time, or whatever. Uh, 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 DM- ayahuasca, DMT, DMT. One of those. One of those. DMT they, and there's, math. there's definitely hardcore drug fans that are like, hold on a second. Yeah, and it's or, or, or smack on yeah. Bob's Burgers. They refer to it as meth's dirty cousin. It's yeah. like whatever I can imagine what that is. That's yeah. what Death Stranding feels like. Someone took that and then animated a whole game, and then they just went and watched it later and like, yeah, yeah, this <laughs> captures it. Sorry, this show, Brian Taylor, he captures whatever that feeling is. Tone down a little bit yeah. but that's what the show feels but like but yeah he also did uh, one of our favorite movies at Fantastic Fest which was Mom and Dad guys Mom and Dad comes out in January in, uh, in the US if you can go find it it's Nick uh, Nick Cage yeah. Selma Blair Nick Cage Ooh. being his most Nick Cage if you want Nick Cage at his 
he is almost to level supreme. I don't know uh, how Scientology works where you like elevate to different levels, but he's at the top. He's at the top he's of the Nick the Cage. Of the Nick Cage spectrum. religion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's, it's it's creator, so it's very energetic. It's hyperkinetic, I think is a good way to describe it. Yes. Um, and hot damn, it's perfect. You pointed this out, and I think you're 100% right. Uh Christopher Maloney, I, I love Grant Morrison. I love Brian Taylor. I love all those elements. Christopher Maloney is easily the best part. He sells the whole thing. He makes it work because yeah. um, this is not a, a dig at the show at all. And it shouldn't discourage you to go check out because the first episode is free to watch right oh, now yeah. on the Sci-Fi YouTube channel. It's S-Y-F-Y, yeah. not, not normal Sci-Fi. So you can go look that up. It's free. Watch the first episode or just search it. You can find it on, on Google or something. But um, some of the acting from the other actors isn't amazing and it's not saying it's bad in any way but when Christopher Maloney gets on a scene you're like oh he just made everybody in this scene a million times better and like it's uh, I can't wait for the rest of the episodes and also it's a super short show it's like this is happening in between all like the superhero shows if you guys watch those in between all those all during the hiatus of everything else you can watch this and once this ends all your other shows come back so it's and also perfect family Christmas tradition watch happy every year I don't know if it's for families but (laughs) sweet baby Jesus Patton Oswalt is happy is amazing Uh, yeah and I like and he looks really good yeah he looks really good and I like that they're uh, Point. There's literally no edge to happy. Everything else is so. I think the term is edgy, and I know if I were to, if I were to hear somebody describe something as edgy, I'd be kind of turned off. But it's that perfect where like it's not impressed with its own edginess. No, it's just it's just a lot. It's yeah. just a lot. If no one had any self control, that's what Nick Sack's character is. It's zero. Oh wow, man, there's a. It's all, very violent. I, I, there, that's something we should say because I know some of our audience doesn't is a big fan. It's so of. violent. It's not like gore it's blood and yeah. uh the way some people die is very creative uh for what's happening <laughs> yeah, and they the way the scenes move you kinetic is a great way of explaining yeah. it but like the way action scenes move it's like it's just like not non-stop but it's like fluid how it just it, it all works together some of my favorite moments i think i've seen on tv stuff that like i think if you were to take everything college dj wanted in a show like the kind of the grimy grimy edgy crime element with like a crazy high concept like this is it mm-hmm. like this it just this main lines right into that part of my brain mm-hmm. and so like when he's confronting the gangsters when they're come when they're coming to get him that sequence and then how that i don't i don't want to spoil it for, but how that plays out to, to where he ends up in a hospital yeah. like just it's it's magical it's not for everybody, no. But it is one thousand percent for me. I want to even. I just want to challenge you guys. I want to know as soon as you watch it, go check it out. Then tweet us your thoughts. Like yeah. I want to know what you think, and then come back to us. But there's more stuff we want to talk oh, about. What so we're into things. really quick. Disaster artist. We didn't get to talk about it because last week we put oh, out shit, the finales. Right. We saw disaster artist. Highly recommend it. Yep. I'd recommend watching the room first. Yes. But the movie does a good job of explaining. Like it'll bring up plot points of the movie, and you're like. Yeah, it's seriously this weird, but there's so much more to the room than just the disaster artist. James Franco, Dave Franco, they fucking kill it. In, yeah, they're in, great. And all the cameos, like there's so many cameos. Like keep an eye out for there's an actor. They're in the room. There's an like a character that's a drug dealer. He's yeah, like this like gang guy who's like really intense. The celebrity they get to play that actor in this movie is sorry. It's uh, I was excited before seeing because I heard who it was. It made me so excited. So when you see him in this, I was just like, oh, thank God, that yeah, makes you happy. And it's a surprisingly uplifting story about oh, the, it's inspiring the, the beauty of failure. Yeah, no, it's um, 
they they bring up one interesting point about the room. I think it's Adam Scott who says it in the beginning. There's interviews with a bunch of famous people before yeah. the movie starts talking about the importance of the room. And at first you're like, oh, they're joking and stuff. Which whenever anyone talks about the room, they are joking a yeah. little bit. But also there is some seriousness of name one movie from the past 10 years that people still actively go to the theaters to go watch and they want to go watch yeah. that sells out. Nothing. There's nothing in the past 10 years that I can think of. Yeah. Really nothing. Maybe a Marvel movie that does like a marathon, but it doesn't play every week. Like yeah. no one goes and sees it. The Room, though, and for like, it still sells out every month yep. in more than 50 countries. And uh, I, I feel like this is one of James Franco's best performances ever. He really nails, uh, he brings some humanity to Tommy Wiseau's mannerisms again it's probably a good reason to go see the room because you might think like oh this is way over the top but then you find out like no that's just the guy that's the guy just how he is in the world you know and then you're gonna want to read the book because the book has like so many more details of how crazy the creation of the room was yeah highly recommend it but the big movie we wanted to talk about was shape of water Guillermo del toro's new uh how would you describe what what is this it's a romance movie Monster movie? It's a yeah, it's a romance monster movie. It's thriller it's, a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of a love letter. If you took basically it, whatever images your brain comes up with when you think of like fifties movies, if you threw all of those into a blender, this is the movie that would come out because you got kind of like the old school horror, like Gilman, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. But you got a, a love. Lovely homages to musicals and romances, romance movies from that time. Like you know, when people are always like, you know, I think a lot of people have felt this way when they see movies of like the fifties and how idyllic it looks, and everyone's like, "Man, I wish I could time travel and live in the fifties." By the way, guys, you don't. Yeah, you really, you really don't. don't. You really, really don't. They still had like polio back then. You don't. You really don't want nope. that. You just saw it through a very specific lens, an yeah. edited lens. But anyways, the things that you love about it is what this movie is. It's, yeah. it's everything you love about but it. But it also doesn't shy away from the, the harder element. That's what the, that's what the movie uh, embraces and celebrates, but it also, in its, in its antagonist and stuff, has the kind of the, the, the rougher side of, of that time period. Oh, yeah. Uh, the but, scary, this, 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 like the whole Cold War, it deals with some Cold War elements sometimes, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is the kind of paranoia it would cause in people yeah. like that or at least the most exaggerated form of this like if it led from abc like the the z like result is yeah. what this movie like these characters are doing but if you don't know anything about it, it involves a mute not deaf but mute um uh custodian guess, custodian um that works at this lab uh that has very la- lax security actually if you yeah. think about it um and this this lab ends up becoming the home to a a, a sea creature the missing Link. Yeah, uh, the it's it's, like, it's Gilman. It's it, it's creature from Black Lagoon. Yeah, um, very cool design though. Looks dope. And she falls. In, they fall in love with the, with each other. And uh, Michael Shannon plays a very Michael Shannon villain, mm-hmm. and doesn't too happy about it. And the way they explore what like at, at times you're like, wait, they're falling in love like this 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 creature and this woman, and it's not about that. It's about everyone who is pushed aside it's everyone who doesn't like fit the plain white bread society role yeah and that the movie explores that a lot and richard jenkins my god he plays one of the most talented but like his character this movie has a few words that comes to mind for me it's delightful yeah the movie's delightful and it's majestic the way like the colors are used and like the way they catch shots of like when the if there's a scene of just a bus going down a highway for like a couple seconds of her going to work yeah and it's just like the rain hitting the bus and like the way the overpass is going over and the buildings in the background you can see the sea and it's just like this 
perfect, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it you can tell, like, there's just a lot of love that went into making this movie. And the cast works so well together. Yeah, they're great. It's amazing casting. Uh, God damn it, Michael Shannon. I wish he was, like, he's a big name. Yeah. But can he sell a movie? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, yeah probably not. But I but I, he's such a gifted actor. Uh, I always like to bring up because he always plays these villain roles because he's so good at them. Like I, I said it when we were leaving the theater, he has a smile that could wither a plant. Like, uh, but he, in um, what is it? The night before is that the Seth Rogen uh, Christmas comedy? Yeah. He plays a comedic role and he's hilarious he's such a gifted actor mm-hmm. i'd like to see him in more diverse roles because he's so talented mm-hmm. but he's got that face he's got a scary face oh yeah <laughs> and in this they he he gets so much to play he has so much scene to chew and play yeah. around in and the actors he's like that not, i'm not gonna say he's given it's just who's no. in the movie they they bounce off each other really well like yeah. there's a scientist character when you find out more about him he's really cool yeah that's uh, 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 uh michael stuhlbark who was in um uh boardwalk empire very cool uh, he's a very talented actor if i he he is my fan pick for penguin I oh. think he'd kill it. If you saw him in Boardwalk Empire, he'd be like, oh, hell yeah. He basically is penguins. Yeah. He has little penguins that go around. He has like, little wind-up it's, toys. We- it's weird, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Uh, but And also the main actress, I'm sorry I'm liking her name, but also Octavia Spencer is yep. really yep, good. Yep, yep. The And Richard Jenkins, I just he's... A lovely man, like it is. They capture that perfectly. Like, so, if you have a like a lovely old man, that's what he is. Yeah, and it's funny because um, uh, he's. I forget because I think of him as step stepbrother's dad, mm-hmm. but he's so gifted. Like uh, I didn't know. I watched all of Bone Tomahawk and didn't realize that was him until after the movie mm-hmm. uh, when I looked it up, and it shocked me. And he's 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 just so good at these roles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tremendous cast. It's a tremendous cast. It's a beautiful movie. Uh, uh, when it kind of when it ended and it kind of like hit its last little thematic grace note, uh, I teared up a little bit. Oh yeah, teared up a little bit. <laughs> it, it has some. Uh, mo- it it's just uh, it has so much heart to it. It really gets to you in a lot of different ways. Uh, really quick, uh, Ryan Kevin uh, in the comments of the live stream asked, uh, "All I want to know: Does this tie into Hellboy? I assume it doesn't. No, it no, doesn't. it does not. No, I mean, I get not. why people think that because it Doug does- Jones is playing another amphibious man person. Yeah." Um, I love the design of the creature. Mm-hmm. It's very practical. I was shocked at how much, like, we saw a thing after where they kind of do a behind the scenes, and there's a shot of him, and it, there's a behind the scenes still, and it's just him as it, the monster. You're like, oh, oh it's it even, there. His, even his eyes, yeah, which is amazing. It was shocking. Um, but no, it has nothing to do with Hellboy. No, it doesn't. It don't assume that because you're going to be super disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I love that. Um. Uh, you know, everybody like. I think there's many projects that Guillermo del, Tor- Guillermo del Toro Guillermo? has dropped out of as he's actually done. For every project he does, there's like three he drops out of, um, and and they're usually the bigger franchise ones. And there's and, and there's a lot of disappointment there. And I and and I feel that way too. Like I think you brought up that they were talking to him, him about maybe doing the Dark Universe stuff. Yeah. He, which when you see this, like he'd kill it. But I love that for some reason he's allowed to do. Nobody else is. Everybody else, when they're given a budget, they have to do the big explodey stuff. But he's allowed to do these these just kind of like offbeat, romantic, heartfelt, emotional. Like Crimson Peak got a lot of shade because when they people saw the trailer, they thought it was a horror movie, and it's not. It's a gothic romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pan's Labyrinth, the the Pan is not the monster. The monster in all these movies, the monster is not the creature. It's the people. It's what makes Stephen King really popular. It's yeah. what makes a lot of sci-fi or twilight zone or uh, alfred hitchcock it's always just the people actually never mind birds are pretty bad the birds yeah, are bad the bad birds, the birds a bad guy <laughs> um but no, no especially no, the one big bird mm-hmm. big bird it's big bird, bird. Uh-huh. what if the big boss in uh birds was big bird from sesame street 
<laughs> I mean, hey, it would make sense. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I was obviously distracted when you asked that question because I was reading. A, I was reading the thread of comments in this. But uh, if just quickie, re- uh, not review, uh, rating. Yeah. For Disaster Artist and Shape of Water, what would you give it? I think I'd give Disaster Artist a nine. If we're just doing out of ten, yeah, just out of ten, out of 10 yeah. I'd give Disaster Artist a nine, uh, and I'd give Shape of Water a nine point five. Yeah. My only real criticism with Shape of Water is I kind of wish like. We spend some time with Michael Shannon's villain character, and he's a villain like through and through. And I think it would have been a little bit scarier to me if, when you saw him on his off time, like he was just a guy, mm-hmm. uh, and you realize that just people are capable of really awful. Th- you don't have to be like a complete villain to be a bad person. I give it the same score, um, but I was I was fine with Michael Shannon. Like I I was satisfied enough with yeah. his performance. But his for fingies. His, his fingies, you guys will you'll know. Oh my god, you'll scream. You'll know. <laughs> uh, I just scream because I I'm a, I I. Yeah. I, I have to. Did you feel weird when both you and I were squirming and nobody else in the theater? They were just sitting there like, uh huh. Well, we are yeah. the ArcLight. If you guys don't know, ArcLight is like the fa- it's the fancy movie theater, yeah. but they usually get all the indie films, so we have to go there to go see it. And like, it's really cool because everyone's very respectful. They're very quiet. Sometimes, um, sometimes um, I've had some. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but no, like we were we were freaking out. Yeah. I was I I didn't scream out loud, but I was, was just silent was, screaming. It was rough. Uh, but anyways, but we loved it. For me, uh, the the one. Uh, a nitpick I'd have is with the main actress because she's great, but there are, I feel like if we spent a little bit more time with her and her with the creature, it would have, I didn't, it's not that I didn't care about her or what she was doing or what she was going through, but I wanted to care more. Yeah. I wanted to care I, more. Totally makes yeah. Sense. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. Uh, also, really quick last thing, because we need to get into answering questions, is that um, uh, the Spider-Man, the animated Spider-Man trailer dropped today. Two more things. Two more quick oh, two things. More things. We, got, we got a little bit of time. We got a little yeah, time. We got yeah. a little, little time. Um, but uh, the animated Spider-Man trailer dropped, and it's, uh, the animated Spider- Spider-Man movie is about Miles Morales, yeah. um, Spider-Man, and it's like... Like this illustrated 3D look. It's like a shell. It's 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 got a shell shade, cell shading design, but the way everything moves has a stop motion mm-hmm. feel, which is really interesting. It kind of looks like how that that uh, Peanuts movie that came out yeah, like yeah, two yeah, years yeah. ago. It looks kind of it's similar. It's same studio, I think. The Sony Sony Animation. Okay. Yeah, and they. Oh, also, it has a look of um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Same studio. It's uh, it's this kind of like 3D, uh, goofy, f- moving stuff. It, it looks really cool, though. I, I, it got me very, very excited. It's it's uh, Chris Lord and Phil Miller. Um, they wrote it. Yeah, they wrote it. They're not directing it, but they wrote it, which which obviously has me excited as well. Uh, but it looks really cool. The, the, they make some... It's definitely Miles's classic costume but there's some design choices that i think really make it pop for mm-hmm. me um i his love costume is so cool this costume so cool but the change they make to the spider is really cool mm-hmm. I, uh, it's more of a graffiti design um i'm very very excited for it um but not only that there was another big trailer this week that, that we should probably touch on which is jurassic world, world that's fallen kingdom totally forgot about that uh which uh is feels like the opposite end of the spectrum from the spider yeah trailer. not not as excited after seeing that um but it's a fun premise the, fun. the idea of the island blowing up which but i mean he hammond said he spared no expense what's yeah. with the, what's with building on a volcano but setting that aside uh-huh. uh it's uh, the island is apparently on a volca- volcano so it's blowing up 
Which, by the way, there's pterodactyls in that trailer just flying around. I feel like you couldn't just leave that island and be like, ah, well, didn't work out. We're just going to leave it here. I feel like there's things you'd have to... Anyway, I'm it getting off a, track. It, it was a flaw in Jurassic Park 3 when the pterodactyls do fly away. Yeah. And you guys are in the comments and you're going to be like, it wasn't technically a pterodactyl. It was a pterodactyl. Well, yeah. I'm like, just, it's fine. It's a flying dinosaur. It's yeah. fine. Uh, but no. Actually, it, technically, I don't think they are dinosaurs, which is weird. But that, Those things? Yeah, they're a different type of... Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, those, this the, is the stuff I find out by writing my oh, comic yeah, yeah. with dinosaurs. <laughs> by the way, you're my least favorite nerds on the internet. They're like, aren't technically the dinosaur nerds? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> out of everybody, yeah. out of everyone on the internet, yeah. those damn dinosaur, dinosaur nerds. nerds. Uh, but anyways, uh, the trailer was fine up until there's this really cool escape scene with from a from a volcano erupting, and I know everyone's like, oh, they showed too much. But for me, I was like, oh shit, I realize why I really want to see this movie is you see dinosaurs running around. Yeah, and I loved it. There was my favorite moment uh, was there's a the uh, I think it's called a Carnotaur. I think it's the is dinosaur the, with the horns. The yeah. devil one. Yeah, he shows up, uh, and I definitely had an action figure that looked exactly like that. Was that was from the Jurassic Park toy line, but he wasn't in any of the movies. So I saw him. I'm like, oh hell yeah! And then he is immediately killed by T Rex, and it's like I don't know if I needed that. It was cool in this though. trailer. I don't know if I needed the. I love the Spinosaurus. I know he was, the, he was the main one in the third one. He killed the yeah, T Rex. Is, is he? There was a big dinosaur that looked kind of like him, but didn't have as big a frill. I don't know if he's going to be in this. Oh, okay. I don't think, for some reason, they're like, no, he's bad for the brand. Yeah. This is dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if he'll come back. But I liked him. I thought he was really scary because he could swim. And like, yeah. also, that'd be very scary for all those dinosaurs jumping off the cliff into the water. They're all dead. Like, yeah. there's the one that's like that that heavy, like the those uh, the heavy set ones that are like low to the ground and has the wrecking Inc- ball for a tail. Uh, Inclusor. That one. That one definitely can't swim. It's no. stubby little legs. Yeah. Like, it's not, you saw it like trying to, and it's yeah. like, that sucks. It's dead. Yeah. Like that real the brontosaurus. Maybe it'll just reach the bottom and its head still up, up yeah. above. No, it's like. But imagine all that weight hitting water. Nah, nah, it's not gonna. <laughs> you guys missed the ball. Put yeah. a big net down. Like, it's, see if you can just scoop them all up. It's fine. It's a fun premise. Jeff Goldblum's back, which has me excited. I've heard it's only a cameo role. Damn it! And if it's the one scene we're seeing, it, it's not a good use of what makes Jeff Goldblum special. Gar- uh, not Guardians of the Galaxy. Thor. Thor Rag- Rag- captured it. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, colon Thor, Thor it's, yeah. uh, he's great in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy colon Planet Hulk <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that's he's great in that yeah uh, but and also I, I'm sorry I, I, I'm a really big fan of Chris Pratt I think he's miscast in these movies I gotta be honest too he had some cool moments yeah. in the in Jurassic World so I'm hoping that happens again but there's just something it, either it's his dialogue or how he's directed or it could just be that he doesn't fit but yeah. like I feel like this is a good Chris Pine role or Chris Hemsworth role mm-hmm. I think Chris Hemsworth would do a really good job in this yeah it's and it, it, again still love chris pratt just yeah, something, so something, great, something feels off about him in this i was thinking about it real quick and then we can move on i was thinking about with trailers because there's a lot of like i know i i was not wowed by the avengers infinity war trailer and a lot of the criticism that i got for my opinion <laughs> was like but it doesn't show too much mate like assuming that i wanted it to show more uh-huh. and whereas with this trailer i felt like it did show, it showed like a lot of the movie like moments i didn't necessarily need and i think it's not necessarily about showing too much i think if i were to compare the avengers infinity war trailer and even this trailer to something like civil war hmm. what what got me interested in the civil war trailer was not the spider-man moment because i think that was like trailer three or something yeah that's pretty far in and that's actually something i didn't I would I would have loved to have waited till the movie. Mm-hmm. 
I think the trailer made me emotionally invested with stuff like Tony. That that moment that everybody everybody remembers, where uh, Cap's like, "He's my friend," and Tony's like, I, "So was I." Mm-hmm. It emotional investment. That that moment that like, oh, I care about these people and what they're going through. Yeah, Adventures in Forty War didn't give me that. Didn't give me of like, oh, this is why I care about these characters. Yeah, and definitely didn't get any. I have no emotional stake in Claire and Owen had to look up their names. Yeah, that, exactly. They, yeah. they, I think they were trying to go that with the trailer, like, oh, we were together and we broke up, and I don't. You've care. done that. Say, that trope care. has happened a million goddamn times in every sequel ever. It's like, are they going to get together? Will they? Won't they? And it's always no. And no. then maybe they'll get together. And the third movie, what happens? You, Impromptu wedding on a dock or something. It's just you like want them to get together. I don't care if they get together. Yeah. I don't care if they actually all died. I'm going to be completely honest. If Sam Neill showed them in here, I'd be like, great. Yes. Sam Neill. They should bring him back. That was the one thing that got me excited about Jurassic Park 3 is that he was back because he was my... I didn't understand as a kid that Jeff Goldblum was supposed to be the one everybody cared about. I cared about Sam Neill. No, I did too. It was cool when Jeff Goldblum got his own Jurassic Park movie. I really liked Jurassic Park 2 or Lost World. I haven't seen that. I know. I know. I'd like to. You get up my ass about Citizen Kane, but you haven't seen (laughs) Lost World when they run around San Diego. Are you kidding me? Shit! All you nerds out there, I'm getting mad. I, wait, we, we've had definitely like a lot of like film nerds on, and like it's they're always great, but it's always like you haven't seen this. That is the thing I hear more than people than hello and how are you is oh my god I can't believe you haven't seen this movie and I'm like watch more movies. Sam, you watch I watch Lost World every day. Am I not cultured enough? You it's, watch. All, listen, I sat through all of Inhumans. I definitely could have watched the thing in that time. I don't need shit from anybody. I listen. To, I watch all of Inhumans. You want to know what Maximus went through? I don't remember. I, I watched I watch all of Smallville in a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I watch a movie? Guys, it's near the end of the year. I might be a little punchy. Oh, wait, punchy means no. No, no you're good. You were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, little, a little punchy. A little punchy. But you get on Jurassic World, the lost continent of fallen kingdoms. <laughs> hey, I, I will say... I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited for the dinosaur action because it's going to be really cool. You know we're going to see it to review uh, it for the show. I know, of course we are. I got, always remember that, guys. Uh, we will see every yeah. movie that's like this. Um, but I wanted to say... I Transformers love, Never Again. I love... No. I, but I did love uh, The Fallen Kingdom. I like that uh, that uh, subtitle. Title, and, I, and I think the premise is interesting... I think the prim- you could get some cool stuff out of the premise, even though the trailer didn't wow me. And I like that we're getting different dinosaurs. <laughs> it's stupid. What, what a st- stupid praise to give to a movie. But the little the little kid in me is like, ooh, new dinosaurs. By the way, if you saw that trailer and you're like, man, that looked cool, but there weren't enough zombies fighting those dinosaurs, go check out chaostheorycomic.com. Bing bong. Or aliens. Bing bong. Good Lord, could you imagine a Jurassic Park movie where zombies and aliens show up? You're going to feel a little hurt. It's called, I, I would feel a little hurt, but it'd be amazing, which is why Chaos Theory exists. Go to ChaosTheory.com. There you go, a little plug. All right. For, real quick, yes. um, Sam, not only are you getting a little punchy, you're getting a little shaggy. Uh-huh. Maybe you should get a shave. Oh, please, may I? Quick break for just a second, because we want to talk about our friends over at Dollar Shave Club. They've been a big helper and friend of the show for a long time, and I'm here to make a statement. May I make a proclamation if I Sam, will? Sam, I wish you would. I wish I would. Okay, so we've talked about their amazing shave products uh, from Dollar Shave Clubs, like their razors, especially when you're able to use their Dr. Carver shave butter as well. It's the, it's the perfect shave, if I'm being honest. Well, I'm here to say, here's my proclamation. Ready? Yes. Write this down. Sam Basher, I'm here to tell you I'm never giving up my membership. What'd I say? I'm never. I swear to... I'm never. Doesn't matter what I swear to does. DJ. I'm yeah, never giving never up membership. Up. In fact, I'm adding even more Dollar Shave Club products to my daily daily routine. All right. Mm-hmm. 
I know I stuttered in there for a second, but I'm standing by this, all right? Dollar Shave Club makes products for your hair, face, skin, shower, everything you need. They have me looking and feeling amazing, and it's all their own original stuff. They only use the finest premium ingredients, and they deliver it to you just like they do with their razors. Oh, my God, it's so convenient, guys. You have no idea how easy it is to just get razors every month. It's it's so helpful. That means no more annoying trips to the store, cruising up and down aisles, looking at shelf upon shelf of what the hell is that at the end? What what am I supposed to do with that? That's crazy. I use Dollar Shave Club for just about everything. They've got me covered head to toe. And with gift memberships and e-gift cards available, Dollar Shave Club can help cover the names on your holiday shopping list too. We want you to love Dollar Shave Club as much as we do. So we've arranged for you to try your first month and their best razor, along with travel size versions of shave butter, body cleanser, and yes, even the butt wipes. They're great. For just five dollars. Five dollars. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. It's the DSC starter set. Get yours for just five dollars exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. Be a part of the DSC Starter Set Club. Back to the show. And we're back. <laughs> I was worried that you forgot what we were doing. I may have. All right. Time to get into the main meat of the episode or the back half. We're yeah, going to be talking. Uh, we're going to. We asked you guys to email us your questions at ask at onlystupidanswers.com. So easy. So easy. You guys send. And we didn't ask for nerdy questions or whatever. We were like, just, just questions. questions. Yeah. So and a hiccup. The, the, yeah. We got we got one here from Lily Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, who in the superhero community would you want as a w- mentor, best friend, love interest? Uh, each not all of those in one person. Person, three yeah. different people that would fill those functions in you. Uh, thanks for the good times. Can't wait for future endeavors. There we go. All right. So kicking it off with mentor, who would you want to be your team? Nightwing. We can't, Mentor, copy, you, we can't copy. We can't copy each other. You want? You wouldn't want night? Uh, uh, not not the Batman. No, he's awful. <laughs> he seems like an awful man to be around. <laughs> Let's be it's honest. A, no, Would you want to hang point. out with no, Batman? I, uh, I mean, it depends on the version. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's so funny because it's like uh, Batman v Superman. Batman never. Justice League Batman? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe 66 Batman? I, I just might Definitely have... 66 Batman, you'd get some trippy experiences. 66 Batman might wander into the street when he's not supposed to. Who's it's like... scarier? Wait, who's scarier? Uh, uh, Batman v Superman Batman? Uh-huh. Or or Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batman? Batman v Superman Batman. He's mowing down people with a tank he could also He could also snap you in half. Yeah, <laughs> he's basically he... built like Bane. <laughs> By the way, little criticism of Batman v Superman. I know no one's well, ever done shocking. that before. Yeah. Why would he do that huge workout before going to fight Superman? I don't know about you when I work out. I'm pretty tired. I'm pretty <laughs> tired. Or he, he yeah, like maybe it wasn't right he, before. He you was, know, movies cut in went, time. He, he was, was like, swinging a hammer at a tire, flipping a tire, doing pull-ups with like that was nine hundred pounds of weight on definitely him. Definitely workout porn. That was workout porn. That's yeah. exactly that. That got the ladies in the seats. Am I right, everybody? You know something I miss from uh, Arrow is uh, the salmon ladder. Yeah, they'll bring that back. It'll be the last thing in the in the. the the flash forward to him 90 years in the future and he's just so decrepit and old and then he's like on the same and ladder. he does one so i'm arms pop off and then he dies <laughs> okay so so are we assuming in this world because because i'd want to say something like superman but like but do, do, it's kind of pointless if i don't have powers 
Yeah, so we're assuming that I don't. Uh, he that has we Jimmy don't Olsen have. as like a mentor. A, yeah, and now he's part. But you want to be mentored. Guardian. You want to be mentored. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to do something similar. I'm going to go with with your non-powered situation, but I'm going to say Oliver specifically from Arrow because I feel like they've really Stephen Amell has really hit on this like dad tone mm-hmm. between having a kid now and also being like the mentor of the team. That I, he's got his issues. It'd be. He kicked my ass. It'd be mm. tough, but I, I'd like him as a mentor. That was a fun episode when he kept trying to like. He's like, hit the bell. Yeah, just gotta hit the bell. I, like, I'm just gonna beat the shit out of you until you hit the bell. I just gotta hit the bell. Uh, no, that or I'd say Nightwing or Black Canary. That'd be really cool. Black Canary. She trained the Young Justice kids really in like Young that. Justice. She'd yeah. be. She'd be. Uh, I'd have a crush on teacher. Yeah, me too. Best friend, Wally West. There you go. Either one, I don't really care. Oh, Deathstroke might be a crazy mentor too. I might die though. I might actually. Yeah, uh, he, he might be. He's a great fighter though. He is. Yeah, he better, is better than Batman sometimes. Depending on the rider, he is. It's depending yeah, on the rider. I, I don't know if I want that. No, no, no. <laughs> take that back. He'll be my love interest. But no, I go with uh, best friend uh, Wally West. Either one. Wally West, cool. Yeah. Uh, like maybe because you're thinking in the comics between the two, the two uh, Wally Wallies. Because sometimes I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes they write them the same, and like, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, because I think they should be the same person. That's me. That's me. That's me. Hey, that's uh, um Best friend. Superhero community best friend. Who's huh. the one you want to hang out with? Booster Gold? <laughs> Booster Gold. Blue um, Beetle? Who, who would I want to hang Blue out with? Blue Beetle would the... be like hanging out with two people. Firestorm might be like hanging out with two people. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're bringing around that guy. <laughs> it's like the, either the other guy is Stein or the Scarab. And you got two. Because there's two. There's two people. <laughs> you're just trying to fill the void. You're just trying to you're fill the void. You're thinking I'm trying to fill the void. You can edit around it if you want. <laughs> Man, you know, like I don't want to say somebody like Spider Man because his his lives friends the lives of his friends are ruined. Yeah, that you don't want to be in that in that uh, in that circle. Yeah, he's so bad at hiding his identity that he figured it yeah, out so it's fast. Not, it's not good. Uh-huh. Um, I'm also being bad and not thinking about Marvel or Marvel characters. Yeah, Miles Morales like lost his mom at one point and then he got his mom back. It's, yeah, Spider Man. You wouldn't want to be a friend with a Spider Man because their their loved ones get sucked into the into the craziness. Yeah. Um. If I, I I said Wally, but if I did like a Marvel pick, I might do. Um, do you have it? No, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, so uh, your DC mentor mm-hmm. is Nightwing. Who's your Marvel mentor? I'd go with. It would be really cool. To learn Captain America. Oh, I'm a nerd. No, I <laughs> choose Captain America just because doing the Pledge of Allegiance every day. And yeah, because it's the same like moral benefit, moral mentor benefit of Superman, but like he could actually teach you things that you could accomplish without powers. Uh-huh. I might do. Um, I might do Doctor Strange if for a mentor. Ooh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I want to learn. I want to learn magic. That'd would be you, really do you think fun. you'd have the? Because the way they presented it in the movie is kind of like having the drive mm-hmm. to do it. Do you think you'd have that? That drive. I, I drop things all the time. I'm gonna be, I like commitments and stuff. I should really be better. But maybe that'll make me be better. Maybe that'll if make I'm me better. Doctor Strange is a really good choice. Yeah, if I'm living off in the mountains, I mean, I wouldn't have much else to do. So, best best friend, MCU, best friend, DC, uh, DC Comics. That's me <laughs> drinking some water. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd still go with Wally West with DC, but for friend in Marvel... I'm trying to think of what I read in Marvel that's like someone that's not totally crazy. No one say Deadpool. You wouldn't. Best never... friend. I would. I would love to hang out with uh, Luke Cage and Iron Damn, Fist. I was thinking that too. Not Daredevil. Be... Daredevil would be. A bummer. No, he's kind of a yeah. He's a bummer it's too. Jessica it's kind of a Jones. similar similar problem to Spider Man. Like, yeah. but 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 then he's at least Spider Man. Spider Man's fun. Hawkeye or Luke Cage. Good uh, call. Uh, uh, Kate Bishop's pretty fun, but also Clint. They're they're both pretty. 
Yeah. They're both pretty so fun. So you choose the Hawkeyes. I choose Luke Cage. And I'll hang out with the heroes for hire. There you go. And I'll be, we're in the same neighborhood, basically, so we can still hang out. Yeah. And then, yeah. but my DC, my DC best friend. Bez? Why is that so tough for me? I don't um, know. Aztec. You want Aztec? Aztec? Yeah. You know what? He was created by Graham Morrison. Elongated uh, man. Elongated man. He'll help you solve crimes. Um, Orion? He can't be fun. <laughs> he can't be fun at all. He can't, he can't be fun. He'd be awful. Do um, <laughs> Martian Manhunter would be pretty fun. Martian Manhunter would be good, but I feel like that's mentor- we're back into mentor territory. A little like, bit. Unless you want to like, like... You could teach him appear maybe nightwing i think nightwing because you get kind of a you get kind of like the the batman vibes but not the intensity nightwing seems like a good friend yeah it'd be pretty fun or um no not arsenal he's got a really big drug problem yeah or, or alcoholism arsenal in the arsenal in the show was pretty cool but arsenal in the comics is like nah you don't no, need that and he's life. also kind of an asshole yeah a lot of the time so is green arrow but they're trying to fix that but he's still not great yeah um, okay so best friend and now love interest love interest MCU, DCU. MCU, easy. I'm going to go with my childhood crush, mm-hmm. Black Cat. Oh, okay. Why? Well, could it be the outfit? What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? What are you, what are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> if you just want to look up Black Cat's 90s outfit and wonder why that made an impression on me as a prepubescent boy. <laughs> you silly, silly boy. Or uh, Cloak and Dagger, specifically Dagger. Yeah, that, what are you talking about? That silly, silly outfit. What it are you talking about? There's no way it would hold on to her body. Same with New 52 uh, Starfire. That it makes no. That's, no sense. That'll, I'm going to choose that as my love interest for uh, no DC, fair. Uh, no Starfire. Fair. No fair. Wait, did you want that? I always have a crush on Starfire. Then go for it. Thank you. I'll do. Um, I'll do Wonder Woman. I so out of my league. Yeah. So crazy stupid. Out oh, of my sorry. League. All these people are out of our leagues. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, just a uh, I'll go. I'll just be like, hey, you know, I, I'm. This Can is I me. change my best friend? Yeah. Detective Chimp. Oh. No, not Constantine. No, that's bad. That's, no, that's bad. bad. That's a bad call. Ev- literally it's, everyone dies yeah, around Yeah, him. everyone dies about him. I'll choose uh, Detective, uh, Chimp. Detective Chimp. Did you read the Superman annual with the super pets? Not yet. Not yet. I have it. It's God. on my pull list. It's in, a, it's in a folder with my name on it. They introduced an animal that is basically like Plastic Man sidekick that's never existed before, and he's great. <sighs> it's going to be Superman. Superman's my best friend. And, uh, Superman's your best it's friend. Gonna have to, he'd be a good friend. He'd be a good friend. Yeah. He does feel guilty a lot, though. So not in the comics so much. Yeah, so is Barry. Like they yeah. always feel guilty about like lying about yeah. their secret identity and stuff. Stop feeling guilty about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's Smallville Superman? He was always about like not telling his friends. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel bad. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Uh, wait, we're on love interest. Love interest. I, I, I'm a Wonder Woman and Black Cat. Black and Cat you chose is... Starfire. Starfire for DC. Yeah. Marvel. <laughs> Spider Woman's cool. Spider Woman, Jessica, Jessica Drew. Drew. Yeah, she's cool. She's got a baby, though. Are you okay with that? Oh, man, that's a lot of responsibility. Maybe Spider Woman from before the baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, but Spider Woman maybe before the baby. No, maybe the baby's cool. There's a baby. The baby has powers too. So what are the baby's powers? Spoilers. It can climb on walls and stuff. It's oh, like, spider powers. Okay, spider, all right. yeah, it's I, not like super. It's crazy. not like we're, like Flash kids where it's like I have random this power. It's like yeah. all right, fine. all right. Uh, but maybe if it's not Spider Woman, mm, I don't know. What? Do I, what about what about Spider Gwen? Because the people die around her too. So many people die. So many people die, man. So many people die. I'm trying to think of other heroes out there. Um, America Chavez is really pretty. 
And she's and she goes through the multiverse. Actually, that's pretty cool. America Chavez, if she's into me, I forget if she likes likes the boys or not. I forget if she does. So she's either she's either bi or just a lesbian, right? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe they're they they're being more and more progressive, and she doesn't you know do that. I'm not sure. I only read one issue of America Chavez, and it wasn't quite for me. But hey, if we're dating, maybe I will read her comic. You know what I mean? All right, but we're gonna. There's more questions here. Uh, she's got a lot of questions. No, no, no. This is a different person. You got a different I, person? I, I messed up when I pulled oh. that one. And I didn't get their name because I'm a dummy. Yeah, here. I'll, I'll look I'm, for I'm bringing it. up the... Uh, I'm I, trying to bring up the... I have uh, it right here. It'll be okay. a, little, a, bit, a little easier for me. Uh, I'll look through it really quick. Uh, right here. It's actually Danny Boy. Uh, and he's in the chat right now. Danny Boy asks these questions about the top three jobs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's from Danny Boy. Shout out. He's a big uh, supporter on Patreon. We really appreciate you, man. Uh, he asks... He asks a couple questions and we can kind of... Uh, you know, just for the sake of it, since we have so many to go through, we can yeah. just kind of pick one that we want to answer. Um, number one, uh, top three dream jobs. Two, comic you wish would be made into a movie or series. Three, comic you pray will never be made into a movie or series. Four, can we officially use Transformers as a measurement of how bad a movie is? And uh, that, that's pretty funny. Uh, and then he has his answers, which I will read those really quick while we while you get a chance to think. All right. It says, video game tester. Not sure if that's a thing. It is. Chef. Love to cook. Music critic. Uh, but I wouldn't be a douchebag about it. Thank you. Uh, hope to, that they make a Black Widow series, but a movie would be cool, too. Uh, that would be really fun. And movie uh, comic series they wish he never would adapt is Saga. Dear God, please no. Just leave it be. And they said, uh, and he says he votes yes as Transformers being a measurement of how bad a movie is. Which Transformers? The new one. Yeah, the new one's pretty Last bad. Last night. Uh, but for you, let's do... Uh, I, I kind of want to do dream jobs. Three dream jobs. Because we talk about comics a lot. What's yeah, dream jobs? Three dream jobs for me, uh, definitely... I mean, my dream jobs. I, I'd like to direct movies. Mm-hmm. I'd like to write comics. Uh, and I'd like to be a private detective. It would private detective would be. Really I would cool. like I every time, like especially when I'm watching or just a detective, mm-hmm. like when I'm watching Mindhunter, it's like... It's probably the feeling everybody gets when they watch a detective show or something. It's like, I'd be a pretty good detective. Mm-hmm. No, you wouldn't. No. It's pro- it, one, it's not as exciting as you think it is. And two, it's probably a lot harder than you think it is. Really but hard. it's the same way when people watch like Grey's Anatomy or medical shows. Like, oh, I could do that. I could, no, you could. Probably yeah. not. No, probably can. not. Uh-huh. Uh, for me, it would be... Uh, I it, it would be fun to get into acting, but then the more I think about it, I don't know if I've ever. Want, I don't think I've ever in my life had the real drive to want to hop fully into that because... There's something icky about it. There's Acting? Yeah, there's something icky about um, it. You know, it's tied with the, uh, kind of a sidestepping all the stuff that's been going on in the news and everything. It's, that is it's a part of it, the, though. Because like, so many people want to get into the film industry, not just physically, but financially and and emotionally, it's a very exploitative industry. Yeah. Uh, um, that's the just, icky fact. Yeah, and it's it's hard to it's hard to avoid. It's hard to sidestep. Uh, and But you, you try to build a community of people that you trust and you care about mm-hmm. that kind of like help you navigate it yeah but again that's hard work and that's hard to, it's hard to find even yeah. when you are putting in the work so uh it, that is it's there because i think it's a really fun fun thing uh i guess dream job uh if i were to like kind of go a little abstract with it i've always wanted to be an astronaut i've always thought the idea of running i always wanted to be like a scientist of some kind yeah. uh, i loved archaeology but i also loved the just the astrophysics and the study of how space works and physics in general was always really fun and if i could do that in space that'd be amazing i know how and like even like as you grow up you start to realize like the real fears of like doing something like that where it's just yeah. a it, it's maybe six to 
12 inches of steel and then there's nothingness and then there's you like that's that's all that did there you, is did you see gravity uh, I didn't see gravity but they did bring up that line in Interstellar it. where they bring that up and it's like that's very scary and yep. but at the same time it's like isn't that kind of like like it's part of the cool part about it like it's um, it, it's the same thing with kind of scuba diving a little bit even though there's a quicker escape plan it's like there's your suit and then there's there's unknown it's yeah. it's what you don't know that's out there and that's so scary but also that's such a that's an amazing thing too it's just that you get to be the one to find the thing that's new yeah and new is it, it, like imagine if you got to have the experience of the first astronaut of looking down on the world like yeah. seeing the world they they have there's a term for it and i don't know uh, you guys can let me know what the term is for it but f- for astronauts like seeing earth for the first time they they uh there's actually a term for it for people on the ground talking to astronauts when they do their first spacewalk and they're like we'll give you like there's like a 30 seconds to two minute window of you just like staring at the earth and i'm like that's amazing like that's beautiful and so astronaut is up there for me uh being, if I could learn how to be really good at cooking, I, I've been watching a lot of Chef's Table and just watching what, what they can do artistically with their food. It's very cool. And to go way out of left field, I've never even thought about it until right now, just thinking of the impact of it, architect. Because if you could, cool. if you could like design, like really design like a music hall or a skyscraper, that's a thing that actually made a thing on the planet. You know, like that's a... That's something that people will work in or live in or be a part of or, like, tag or, you know, like, try to, like, tear down or build back up or restore or, like, try to keep around for a long time. It's, like, it becomes this really important thing for culture and uh, people's lives. It's, like, that's something really cool. I've never wanted to be an architect before, and I know how much – there's a lot of work that goes into it that's that's crazy difficult. But that's always been really interesting for me. But astronaut's top of the list. I've always wanted to do. Also, inventor, but when you find out, like, in movies, when people are like, I'm an inventor, it's like – you don't have a job. Exactly. <laughs> you, don't, yeah. you don't actually have a job. But it, it was always fun, like Jimmy Neutron and stuff like that. It was always fun. Uh, Dexter's Lab, classic. There you go. Do you have a Do you have a comic series you or you wish would be made into a series? Um, I wish were. Lock and Key's getting made, so I'm pretty happy about that. Like that's. I really hope they do it justice. Danny Glover's in it, so that already makes me even more excited because I love. Danny Glover hasn't had the greatest career for a while, and I and. Um, I still will watch his stuff, and I'm still excited about him. Comic series I wouldn't want. That one's tough. I think it's it's tough because well, it depends. With both those answers, it depends on who who does it. Like yeah. I, my instinct would be to agree with Danny and like not do Saga, just because I don't see how you would do it. But if the right person, and then I'd want to say stuff like Moon Knight or Hundred Bullets I, that I'd want to see. Mm-hmm. But if then if you do it wrong, then I don't want to see it. You know what I mean? Why the last man I'd want to see? And I know cool. they keep coming close to it, but it's like. You can have a lot of fun. You can get it's the, it's almost the same audience you can get for like Walking Dead. And I could see if game if like HBO got it, like they could really do something cool with Why the Last Man. Yeah, it, it, it would mean it would mean so much, especially nowadays. It would it would be a smart move for a network to do something like that. A world where like uh, with HBO, remember like HBO had the problems with the they were making like if the Confederacy won and Amazon made yep. is, is making the yeah. TV show with um with, if, if, it, if it split up if they. Split up yeah. and they gave uh, it, it's it, there's a term for it in war when you give land over to a certain group of people and it would have been given to uh black people yeah, to have yeah. their own nation within the united states yeah uh, which is an that's a really cool concept but with why the last man it's if women ran the world if yeah. like all men died and if 
women ran the world and when you get into like the mystery of it it's so cool like yeah. you and there's and you would get into like game of thrones territory of like what is it like everyone's trying to figure it out and spoiler alert there's never an answer a concrete answer yeah, yeah which is pretty cool it's pretty pretty cool yeah i would love that uh you want you said you wanted to tackle elizabeth enneken's uh email did you want to yes let me pull one? it up really quick because i lost it elizabeth eva no, uh, 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 uh. Oh, founder, 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 founder. All right, guys, this is a bit of a lengthy one, but uh, settle in because we're going to read it. All right, this is from Elizabeth Enikins. Uh Hi, guys, I have a question. So the world is a giant dumpster of horrible right now. There's no denying it. <laughs> Love the positivity. Do you guys think uh, Do you guys think comics and or series should draw a line between fantasy and reality? According to you, how much of what's happening in the world can be integrated into those stories? Should comics slash series only serve as a tool for escapism? or is it okay if they slap you in the face with reality every so often I'm sorry this isn't a very lighthearted question I'll go on and we'll work our way back with this because she's got more she's going to say I've got another question to somewhat uh, that's somewhat related to the previous one right now at my parentheses thank god it's temporary job I have to go through piles and piles of crime records I'm so sorry Fine. I have to read the most horrible stuff and surprisingly it's not doing wonders for my mental health I'm so sorry do you guys know of any comics or series that are really lighthearted that I can read or watch or use as a pillow for my brain. Great. That's a great term, by the way. Mm-hmm. As far as I've been... Uh, so far, I've been re-listening to all the episodes of this podcast. You guys have been an absolute lifesaver. I've just listened to the podcast where you guys had your first sponsor, and I can't believe how well you've done and how far you've come. I'm so proud. Lots of love. Elizabeth... Uh, P.S. Because this email was such a ray of sunshine, I've attached a picture of my favorite dog in the whole world. Sorry, Dwight. Love his adorable face. And guys, you can't see it. I'm not going to post anywhere. Yeah. we got a picture of a cute dog. All right. That's just for us. So the first question is uh, should, how how comics how, how much of real life should comics incorporate into their stories? Yeah. Should it just be escapism or should it tackle real life stories? Well... It does both. The medium is very... It's varied. Yeah. Watchmen is a, not a lighthearted story Ooh. in any sense of the world. word, And it also really deals with uh, American ideals and like the Cold War tension. And it, 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 it's a big think piece. Uh, yeah. it's, so it does talk about that. It does... It, it can do that. Yeah. And, but, and it kind of depends on what you're mooted. I'm not a big fan of pure escapism. Of mm-hmm. pure just like, hey, it's just fun. It doesn't say anything about anything. It, it, that feels like a waste of time to me. Um, even, if you're, even if you're just doing kind of like a basic... I feel like storytelling, storytelling serves a cultural function um, of, of kind of like a, a group conversation. A way to... to, way, a way to uh, join people over ideas and themes and stuff like that. So if you're just like, oh, I'm just, it's just here for the explosions. Like even Fast and Furious talks about family. That's what I was. Oh, you don't know what don't I mean? even like, try. Don't no, even try. But you know what I mean? Like it's family is like, an abstract in that. I was going to bring that up by the way because no. I was like, that, that doesn't make sense because you love Fast and Furious. I do movies. love the Fast and Furious movies, but like, uh, waste so, of so time is a, a little so, hard. So there is a way. There, I mean, but that mm. those movies, their primary function is escapism. Yeah. So there is a place for that. Mm. Um, but but I I don't think I think. Us as a culture place too much value on escapism. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I don't think we, I don't think we spend enough time really uh, exploring who we are, why we believe what we believe, questioning that stuff, challenging ourselves to be better. And I think a good art should do that. Um, and so, uh, 
I, I feel I feel like there's an important important place in that that I think a lot of especially mainstream entertainment misses and and I feel like that's unfortunate even mm-hmm. though I, I get it I get the idea of wanting to escape but I feel like there should be a way to um engage with that stuff like on the other other hand though i really liked the season of american horror story but it was very steeped in the election of last year to the point where it's like i don't know if i need i mean i live i also live in this world so i don't know if i need to be someone that knows it yeah Yeah. i don't even so like i don't know if you want to make allusions to it or discuss it but like literally on the nose like hey we're talking about the same things you're talking about it's like i I mean i also am having those conversations i didn't watch the show did it come to any logical conclusion of anything uh yeah i did it actually had some really cogent points i do feel like the finale was a little too on the nose like it was it was a little bit too wish fulfillment-y for for a certain aspect of the audience i'm um, gonna guess the but the left-leaning audience just because although but it, no but show. it really does challenge a lot of those notions and it's not which it um, should it's, i, I yeah. actually reminded me a lot of thelma where there will be a, a a group of the audience that will cheer uh uh on unironically mm. but there's a seriously dark element that i don't think the show is avoiding like hey there's there's a bad side to this too mm-hmm. that i but i think a, a portion of the audience won't perceive that at all mm-hmm. um but i do think it in terry i i i really like this season i don't i didn't like it as much as last season um last season was pretty perfect yeah it was pretty really... rad uh but what about what what, 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 what do you think sam uh i well i think it, there's room for both i don't think any uh medium is should be tied to one or the other yeah uh, i mean there there are some mediums that still like will lean one way or the other like like a documentary isn't going to be yeah. like escapism it sometimes is but it's more meant to teach you and make you think more about the world you're in soap operas are probably just going to be there just to they're purely escapism it's almost to a bad level like yeah. even comics can get that way because they are structured similar like you brought that up as soap operas and yep. since they're episodic coming out monthly or bi-weekly or weekly sometimes it's like no that's just like sometimes it's just cash grabs um both are fine both are fine um, co- sometimes uh, artists or creators feel there's a responsibility to tackle some issues because they feel motivated or inspired to, uh, which is good. And then there's some artists that are just like, what if I just gave people a second to take a breath in this world? Yeah. That like, I don't, uh, an artist can't claim responsibility for everyone consuming their stuff to like do their homework and like actually like think about the big problems that you can't ask every single artist in the world to do that. Like, um, so them just making something for pure enjoyment is fine. That's okay Mm -hmm. too. Uh, And, but there's a problem too, because a lot of artists usually lean one way. Like art, art is usually refer is kind of reserved for like left leaning audiences. That doesn't mean that only people who would, are more liberal watch movies, like of course, or watch TV, but the people who make them usually are leaning that way, except for like, those christian movies where it's like oh no the court wants to illegalize christianity you know it's just like but god came down to the courtroom and saved us and it's like come on guys let's let's calm down a little bit um uh, I, I don't know. I had a I had a logical next step for that, but basically, it's that that there are uh, uh, it's tough to like really take a stance because usually the same stance keeps getting taken in every single like thing that we get. You know, yeah, that's no, making I, sense. I, I, no, it like, is making sense. However, I would I would like uh, Punisher I, when it was like I thought Punisher could actually take a weirdly progressive pro gun stance yeah. again. I'm not pro-gun. Yeah. That doesn't matter right now. What I thought this show was going to do was challenge me to actually, like, seriously think, like, 
is there a world where I could get on the same page as them? Yeah. Uh, and, and not about, I've, I've heard arguments for pro-gun about like the freedoms and like the right to protect yourselves. Yeah. While I understand that, I don't fully agree with it. I thought this show was going to try to tackle it and actually explain it in a really cool way. It didn't. And <laughs> no, so no. it didn't. And that was a it bummer. It gets you a pretty cool action thriller though. It did. And that's but, and exactly, that didn't need it to talk about guns, but yeah. I thought it was going to. Yeah. So that's what I mean is that sometimes different like arguments can't always be brought up. Basically, what I'm going to bring it back to is it's fine that both do it. Not every comic needs to because you can start to alienate people who don't fully agree with that side of the argument. I think that's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, my, my counterpoint to the consumer, to us people that enjoy that stuff, is don't fill your si- life with just pure escapism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, and that's not the artist's that's fault. That's not the artist's fault. Uh, it's just so as us as the consumers, I think it's important that we also take a moment to really look at the at the lives we lead and the effects we have on others. And, and I think it's important that our art reflects that. Yeah. that's. I think that is the most concise way is that both can – for me, both can exist. Yeah. Um, if you feel responsibility as an artist to tell a certain side of the story, do it. Yeah. And if you change some lives, good. If you want to just make something that's lighthearted and fun or just scary or just you just want to incite some sort of emotion out of someone, that's totally fine too. Yeah. So, yeah, but second question we had was <laughs> them... Them, uh, they, they need a, they do need a lighthearted recommendation because they keep reading crime reports. So they need crime reports. Uh, what's something that could be like a nice little escapism? Moon Knight, you know? They, no, they, no, not <laughs> no, Moon Knight. No, no. I mean, I do recommend something like I, I do think there's some catharsis. I'm probably a bad one to answer this question. I do think there's some. Ca- <laughs> I did some, recommend so. Giant Days, and yeah. you're like, oh, it's not for me. It's uh, Giant Days is great. Actually, Giant Days is a perfect recommendation. That's what I was going to say. It's uh, if you uh, guys, I, I've talked about this comic a lot, but I, I think it's my favorite comic of 2018. It's uh, three girls going to college. Uh, in England, so you get some like if, if you're an Anglophile, you really love this. Yeah, uh, uh, and you, uh, it's just them being people and moving from teenagers to adulthood, and just like having to figure out how life works and how college works for a lot of people. Is it? Uh, and it, it's one of the most comedic. I think it's the funniest comic I've ever read. Yeah. Um, and it, it definitely makes you feel good. It, I, I think out of we'll, we'll figure, think of some other ones, but that's definitely Super Suns is all I can. Super Suns is really fun. Super Suns. Super Suns is really fun. I'm lighthearted. You want kid Batman and kid Man, Superman? I read dark shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not know that? Yeah. Um, you kept you kept uh, recommending Punisher backs to me, which is a great book, but it's, it, it's, it's not fun. It, it is not fun. I mean, yeah. it is. It, it's its own kind of fun. Yes. Uh, but it's not what she's looking for. Yeah. Uh, 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 Mark Wade's Daredevil Run. Mark That's White's Daredevil good. run with with uh, Chris Samney and a bunch of other amazing, incredible artists. Um, it's it's a very it's it's like a one eighty from Brian Bendis's Daredevil run and most Daredevil runs, if I'm being honest. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is very it's aimed for a younger audience. I like reading it every once in a while. I catch yeah. up every little hiccup. I catch up every once in a while. It's just a girl who's. Uh, a young girl who's uh, really science oriented and she talks to a dinosaur. It's so silly and fun and lighthearted. It, you'll enjoy it. Uh, Chaos Theory, uh, Zombies vs. Dinosaurs is very lighthearted. You can go ahead and chaostheory.com. You can find it there. Thank you very uh, much. Uh, uh, Miss Marvel. I, I've heard, I have not read Miss Marvel, but Ms. I've heard. Miss Marvel is great. The, I read the first volume because it's on Comixology Unlimited. Great. So I'll you check have it out. Because um, at first, her, uh, I think her powers now are just embiggening and shrinking and making different parts of her body shrink and grow and stuff. Yeah. But it used to be fully shape shifting. And it, 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 when and she plays cool. around with that. If you're into meme culture at all, she does 
not like emulating memes, but there's just stuff you could see that like, oh, I could pull this and make a meme out of it, which is really yeah. that's that's a good meme material. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty fun. I'm trying to think of other lighthearted things to read. No, most comics like to take a darker edge sometimes. Would Power Man and Iron Fist like that series be lighthearted? Yeah, unfortunately, that just wrapped up. But yeah, but yeah, reading no, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that's a really good choice. Um, man, I love that series. Um, what are some other? I feel like those are some pretty good suggestions. I think so. Giant Days is probably the most positive out of all those. Yeah, and it's I just, think Giant Days is a good call. Yeah, it, it's just, it's slice of life. Uh, if you, It's just like, this is what these people are doing. It's fun. It, it, it's the same appeal kind of watching a sitcom uh, yeah. for me. It, it's, it's But like a good one. Like a really good one. Yeah. Um, like a Friends or a New Girl. I really like New Girl right now. Uh, but here we go. We got another question uh, here from Eva. Is this going to be our last one? Uh, well, let me see. 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 We have one from... Ooh, I'll save you jeans for last. We have one really quick one right okay. now. Uh, from Eva uh, Dojovic. Yes. I think I did a pretty good job with that last name. Dojovic? Or Jovic? I think it's pronounced Dikovic, but uh, but, but D- that's not your fault. D-J-O-K-O-V... Their question is, uh, hello from France, boy people. Sorry if we messed it up, by the way. Bonjour. Bonjour. Eva... I'm going to go back to English. Uh, what's your favorite ending of a film or TV show? She asked more, but oh, I'm going to focus a good on one. this. This is a good one. Thanks for making my day better. Moist little ears or Ava. Ava. Um, uh, best favorite ending. Let's think. Uh, let's try film and TV. Let's. Oh, oh, oh. TV, I've got two. Yeah. Uh, best finales I've ever seen on a TV show ever. The Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the, the Shield... Uh, not just the last episode, the last season, the the but the last episode, the last moments, wreck me because it, it's a great, it's it's just a great pin in in the in the whole idea of the show, and it really like, man, it's good. I I highly recommend if you get a chance to to check out the the, the shield. It is a dark. It, it would not be good for our last question, but it is a darker cop show. But but it's it's really great. And then um, Justified had me in tears. The final, and it's so weird. I feel like if I just told you what happened in the last scene of Justified, you're like, why did you cry for that? Mm. But for some reason, it it cuts right to the ideas of like male relationships and shared history, mm. and. Uh, it's 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 special. It's mm-hmm. a very special and justified. I cannot recommend enough. It's on it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, uh, Raylan Givens, the main character, is my spirit animal. Like I feel like if there was ever a character on TV that would represent the negative parts of me, but also like the idealized version of what I would want to be, it'd probably be that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that for TV, that those are easy. TV, I almost teared up thinking about. That's why I got really quiet. Was uh, Scrubs? It has the best. Did you watch Scrubs? Yeah, man, I love Scrubs. Uh, did you? F- is that the is is, is the finale it, on Christmas? And they watch the the like it's, it's like a slideshow version of where their lives could go, kind of a thing. Basically, the end of Scrubs is yeah. It was on NBC, and then for some reason they just like scrapped the final season that was going to be on NBC, and they sold the show to ABC to get yeah. one more season. There's another season after that where they go to medical school. And you it's don't need that gar- one. It's really garbage. Dave Franco's in it. It's real garbage. But the final season on ABC is one of my favorite seasons of TV ever. It's so well. It's so well made. It's such a good way of just kind of like rounding out what this show is all about. Basically, main character is going to leave the hospital, and it's him saying goodbye to everybody. And at the end of it, because it, the whole point is the main character has a very wild man- imagination. It's very yeah. active. So he sees all like you get to you get to meet all the cast members that are still alive or 
characters uh, or uh, cameos that are, that are coming back and joining the show again. You see them and they, they give him a goodbye and they're like, it's really cool. And he says that like, I've been thinking about a lot about like what, what I've been through, but it's I want now I want to imagine where I could be. And it's this scene where he's looking at a a sheet and it projects his future, like you said, yeah. where he sees like him having a kid and his kids playing with his. Um, with uh, his friends' kids, and they end up getting married. I love married JD and, and Turk's relationship. It's amazing, man. and it, and at the end, I was bawling. Also, they play the song that's not fair to play no. in sad scenes. It's called "Book of Love." I think it's by yeah. Peter Gabriel. Fuck, man, "Book of Love" is it's such a oh my god! If you play that, in, I'm I'm gonna play that at my wedding because it's not it's like not fair. It's almost like uh, Johnny Cash's hurt. Yeah, like I remember I was I was actually meeting up with uh, Jason and Ashley, our friends Jason and Ashley, and I was like running a little late, and then that song came on, and I just sat in my car and listen to it because it's like I'm not going to not listen to this song yeah. like what are you talking about <laughs> it's so sad um, but um, no Scrubs I think has the best finale. oh it's so good because they take down the sheet where he's watching it yeah. uh, and it's the show creator who does that it's the he's playing the janitor yeah. and he just says bye and it's like this it's just like this nice little send off and he gets into his car and he roll and he rides away as an acoustic version of the theme song is playing and that's it and yeah. it's like oh that stupid sequel show came out and all the cast came back for it. It was real bad. It's real it's bad. It's tougher for movies because with TV shows, you build like a real relationship mm-hmm. uh, with those characters. So that stuff means a lot. Yeah. Um, because like with The Shield, like you spend the 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 show sets up Vic Mackey as like your typical like rogue cop. Like he do- breaks some rules, but he does it for the good. And then by the end of the pilot, which is also one of the best pilots I've ever seen, you realize like, oh, no. He's the bad guy. He's the. It's not the. He's like a rough cop. Like he's the villain of the show. Yeah. And the whole rest of the show interrogates that idea and whether you're rooting for him or not rooting for him. And he ruins everybody's lives around him. Ruins it mm-hmm. uh, to the point where his final. There's a. There's a picture that shows up throughout the show. It's. It's him and his L.A. cop strike team. The four guys. And they're like the typical like toxic masculinity. Like we're the cops, right? And by the end, he has that. It, like one of the last shots is him looking at that picture, and it's folded just to be him and the one guy that died. Because that's the only friend he has left is the one that died. Because he wasn't around long enough to have Mackie fuck him over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Uh, uh, and it's I don't want to spoil it you're not going to watch it it's seven seasons you're not going to watch it but I don't want to spoil it you should just watch it Mm. Um, movies though oh really quick I have one more I just want to bring up Fringe Uh, oh yeah that's five seasons fourth season's a little rough the fifth season's really cool because they go to the future and they're basically they figured out a way of taking this anomaly in time this like this person yeah and sending him back in time and it would stop the creation of like a future uh, an evolution of ourselves uh-huh. through technology it's real it's so if you love like it's I do not want to check sci-fi. out Anna Torv is on uh, Mindhunter she's the lead girl on she's Fringe she's so good uh, seeing her in Mindhunter makes me want to go back and watch Fringe she's amazing she's really good but the the oh, then I don't know if I want to tell you the finale but like basically actually this doesn't get too too much but basically this anomaly uh-huh. uh they figure out a way they can open a door back in time to where they need to send this 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 kid yeah um but uh they can send this kid back in time sorry i blanked for a second but someone has to go with the kid oh the kid yeah. the kid won't the kid won't be able to find his way around because it's the past he doesn't yeah. he didn't live there like and so it one of the main cast has to decide who they're Perfect. gonna go Perfect. and it's Oh my God! The father-son dynamic between John Noble—that's why I'm so happy he's on Legends—and yeah. uh, Joshua Jackson, who was on uh, One Tree Hill, and now yeah. he's on The Affair. Like their father-son dynamic grows so much. Where was it? The Hill or Dawson's or One Tree Hill Dawson's or Dawson's Creek? Maybe yeah. it was Dawson's Creek. One of those movies. One of those TV shows. Oh, Chad Michael Murray was on. There you go. Uh, One Chad Tree Hill. Michael Murray. Uh, yeah, it's 
really good. So uh, I'd recommend those movies. Sorry. Um, maybe end of a trilogy. Like War for the Planet of the Apes was a pretty good ending for the Planet of the Apes, the new Planet of the Apes I know, trilogy. I know I'm going to hate myself for not being able to think of... The end, like it's going to occur to me like right after this episode like oh that was the perfect ending mm-hmm. um, for a movie for a movie I did yeah. like the Back to the Future end of the trilogy I was a big fan of that I wish I liked Lord of the Rings more because that would have meant more to me but I did not like those movies so I know you guys will get mad at me I'm just not a that not, uh, maybe watching as an adult make me connect more with the characters I, as a kid I never connected with any of the Lord of the Rings characters at all I'm trying to think of some of my favorite movies ever a Transformers oh 2. I got it I'm sorry that was way too yeah. loud <laughs> you uh, scared the crap uh, out of I people scared, yeah um, uh, Once Upon a Time in the West never seen it Once Upon a Time in the West has the best it has the best gunfight mm-hmm. uh, uh, and it's so quick because it has nothing to do with what makes it the best it has nothing to do with the gunfight uh, but it has everything to do with the, what the characters mean to each other mm-hmm. um, uh, it's it's a, it's a it's Once Upon a Time in the West is probably one of if not my favorite movie ever i but even then i can admit it's probably longer than it needs to be Mm -hmm. but the ending uh, the ending's great it's my favorite western of all time all right i can name three movies they're from this year that's the easiest for me to do okay get out love the ending yeah it's an amazing ending if you haven't seen get out i'm glad they changed it yeah i'm glad glad they changed it too i'm glad he was able to recognize like ooh, times have changed Uh, speaking of uh escapism um that that movie is not it deals with very present issues but he allows the the way he ends it is more of a bomb like a like a like a like a nice healing bomb Mm -hmm. for the times we're in as opposed to like rubbing our faces into the misery of our time yeah no um logan when she yeah. when she pulls out the cross and makes it an X, oh, I lost it real yeah. bad. Also, it, the movie meant a lot more for me because I took my uh, my dad is really into westerns, like really into westerns, and so yeah. when he saw this, he was like, he was really excited. He doesn't give a shit about superhero movies, but he yeah. was like, this isn't that. This is like a lone man like trying to save this girl. Like yeah. he, he loved that idea, and he bald because we he lost his dad last year my wow. grandpa and that whole father son thing with professor x and logan like when he's yeah. apologizing and he's not fully understanding that like maybe he did kill like the people That's rough. He loved. it's a bleak movie it is but it's so good yeah. and it's, uh that ending is really good for logan like it's a really good send-off for him um and it is a sad send-off for professor x but it's like it worked for the movie yeah um and then three football and soul God, I love that. Is great. It's I a really love good that movie. outro. I'm going to throw. If we're talking about movies this year, yeah, uh, it's easier. Good, good times ending. I think is perfect. Yes, it is because yeah. it's just like fuck. Oh, for the for the brother for the brother. Yeah, the, like the ending. And not the the, not him going into the, the cop car. That, yeah. well, I mean, it, but the stuff having around that is pretty great. Yeah, but uh, but the the actual like resolution. Um, Damn, that's a good movie, man. Yeah. A lot of good movies this year. Yeah. No, I was thinking about it. Also, this year, Shape of Water. That last he does that last poem thing. Oh. Uh, at it got to me. I'm going to cry <laughs> if we keep talking about these sad things. I'm going to be honest. Me. No, because that the opening with the poem and ending with the poem, yep. it's so beautiful. God yeah. damn it. There's so many good movies. Guys, we're going to start crying soon. Also, what about the, uh, uh, not only the ending, but the very last shot of, of Brawl and Cell Block 99? <laughs> <laughs> I did. That is one of my favorite endings. It's so fucking bad. Uh, oh, and Mom and Dad has a pretty great ending of like the, of rounding out how parents feel about their kids. It's, yeah. It's, it's amazing. All right, guys. We have, we're, we're running probably a little we're over. A little long. We're a little long. We what should be, it? we should start. It's, it's 114. Okay, not too bad. We have yeah. one last question from... Uh, do you want to read this one? I've been reading a couple. Do you want to read this one? Who it's is Eugene. It? It's the last one. Hold on. Uh, DJ's pulling it up right now. This Hold is Eugene. Uh, guys, and I want to say thank you to everyone who sent us in questions. I know there were a bunch we couldn't get to, but we're going to read
read this final one. That that shouldn't stop you from sending in questions because uh, we want to do another episode like this in the future. I'll be honest, I really enjoyed this, uh, and I hope to do more. Oh, you want to do this one? Do you want, this is something. This is one you want to want to answer. Yeah. All right. It's more uh, positive than what we were just talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I, it was emotional. You emotional. Uh, uh, Matteo. Uh, Eugene here, big fan. Don't worry about trying to pronounce my last name too late. Thank you. Uh, no one ever gets it. Let's see. Maybe I did. Maybe we, don't, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, we'll never. There's no way for us to find out. Uh, here's my question: Why do you love superhero stories, or what do you love most about superhero stories? For me, the story I love the most. Uh, stories I love the most come back to morality. If we had the power to do great evil or great good, uh, what would you do and how would you justify it? Would love to hear your thoughts. Cheers, Eugene. Thanks, Eugene. Thank you, Eugene. Um, go for it, Tim. No, go ahead. Oh, please, let me. No, let you. Let me let you do <laughs> let it. Me, yeah. let, let me let you. Um, for me, I th- it's... it's uh, Jeez. Uh, he almost puked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, on the one level, it's very much wish fulfillment. Um, the first movie I ever fell in love with, like truly fell in love with, with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. It is the best Spider-Man movie. I don't care what you say. Homecoming? Um, and, it's Homecoming. Uh, uh, and part of it is that, for one, I related to, like every teenage boy related to, like, oh, the girl I like doesn't like me, and I don't feel like anybody likes me. And But imagine, but imagine... If secretly you were a superhero, imagine if you were like the coolest, mm-hmm. but you couldn't tell anybody, so you still were stuck in your little sad sack high school. The but Danny, Fa- Danny Phantom isms, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> he everyone, was the one that invented he, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, and so on on that one level there's that there's that wish fulfillment um aspect of it. Um but I think another thing it's it's because of the soap opera element, that idea of taking stuff uh, I think this is true of all genre storytelling. It takes stuff that we all deal with, we all relate to, but puts it on a higher, more heightened level that makes it more entertaining as opposed to just being sad about it. So one of the things I found I, I found very appealing to Superman, what attracted me to Superman is that idea of of loneliness because we all feel lonely and the idea we all feel like because even though everybody has a brain and a self that functions like our brain and our self since we can't hear their thoughts we are isolated within our own unit if you will and so you it's hard to i would imagine for most people you can't avoid that loneliness from time to time and so the idea of what if you actually were the only of you on the planet Mm -hmm. and you were a good you but you're it you know what i mean and 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 dealing with that i think um uh i i related to a lot and i found very appealing storytelling wise um but like with batman overcoming trauma you know, to make yourself better, turning that trauma into a positive thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what are some other? For me, th- that is the same. Is the same thing that I connect to. You s- try to see yourself in a lot of the characters. That's how you relate to them a little bit. For me, it's the Flash, and that's yeah. not. I mean, again, we can make the jokes all we want about, of course. But like, um, it's. I related more with Barry, but now that I've read more about Wally, you, I, you can also connect with him too. Yeah, because with Barry, it's that. In a way that's also similar to Batman, where you lose something, yeah. and but no matter what, there's still positivity in life. There's still a reason to be optimistic of things getting yeah. better, and the idea that someone who's given an opportunity the, uh, or an ability, like yeah. you're given an opportunity, and you just try your best with it. You try to do as much as you can with it. Like yeah. it, that's inspiring. That's like if you found out like that doesn't mean if you feel like you don't have any talents that you can't do anything. It's that like. 
it's finding your niche and like yeah. trying to make the most of it. And like in this, it's sure it's super sweet. It's it's power. But with Wally, for me, it's it's living up to the expectation of someone that came before you. That I've felt constantly in basically everything I've done. And, and being completely honest, joining SourceFed as a host, that definitely was like that's an easy thing where it's just like yeah. you just have to block people out and just focus on what you're doing. But like, of course, you're going to be uh, compared to everyone who came before you because they're amazing and they're talented. They had a yeah. great rapport. But that doesn't mean we didn't make something special when we were on camera that was different and it was um, good in its own way. When I in high school, you uh, for me, I was I got elected as show choir president. By the way, being completely candid, shouldn't have. <laughs> like, I, not that I didn't run a great campaign it was in great. hindsight in hindsight uh but i just shouldn't have done it just because yeah. I, I wasn't emotionally ready to do that but i also was like the people who came before us we were great at it and i'm just like fuck i should have you know prepared you know or just thought ahead and yeah. like you know i shouldn't have done this but so seeing that in wally of like of the person who came before you that made this grand like sacrifice but like just trying to think of everyone who came before you and trying to build on that like yeah. that kind of pressure well and if you think about it talking about that idea of of, of you know that relatability um you, you think about what uh where superman came from the first superhero he he came from two guys that lived in the jewish ghetto um dealing with scummy landlords uh they were coming just coming out of the depression pre-world war ii um, and so Superman was this idea of like, what if we had a Moses of our day, mm-hmm. uh, that fought for the underdog fought for the rest of us represented, um, uh, all these, all of us that don't feel empowered. What if one of us had powers, you know what I mean? Um, and I think that, that, that goes all the way to now, like, uh, like with Luke more Cage. modern times. Yeah. He means so much, especially with like the Trayvon Martin. Like, yeah. The, uh, idea, the, the fact that, you know, they put him in that hoodie, like he's a bulletproof black man in a hoodie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that means something. The X-Men, like that's the whole X-Men's whole bag. All the, all the people that are pushed into the margins or marginalized, you know? Um, and, and I think you with flash with, with either having to live up to somebody else's legacy or having people's expectations of you of, because of your ability, like feeling stretched too thin, you know, mm-hmm. um, all these characters, I, I think they they represent they not only represent our insecurities, but uh, a heightened version of how to over- overcome those insecurities. Yeah, and I think that's what makes them special. But also, kids know that trying to hold on to the expectations of a fictional character as a, something to achieve to, you might get depressed a lot because human beings can't be that perfect. So just, you know, sorry, I'm just saying something that as a kid yeah. that I went, that I, yeah. that I definitely was like, oh, you know, you got to strive to be like Superman. And it's like, no, he's a fictional character that has the the freedom of writing to just yeah. be this. Doesn't mean you shouldn't try to be a good person and see like and see some lessons in this. Yeah, which is fine. Well, but it, I think it's yeah. all like like uh, growing up in a Christian community, you're you're told oh, to be like Jesus, and it's like well, most religious communities, yeah, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't. But it's still something to, to strive for, and you just have to be forgiving of your own failings. Yeah. The, the the attempt the attempt of being a better person is worth it. Yeah, you know, um, and and beyond tell your, that, tell you also big lesson from today is definitely try to tell yourself that as much as possible. Yeah, if you are at least trying to be a better person, if that's, that's all an anybody act, can ask, if that's an active thought that you're having, yeah, then you're doing something good. And be active about it. Don't just assume you're a good person. Yeah, actively try to be better. Yeah, wake up trying Don't to be better. Yeah. yeah, try to be better. And in a more abstract sense, I take this from Grant Morrison, um, whose views on this stuff I think is very beautiful. He described why he loved Superman, and he explained to him growing up. His dad fought in World War II. They, they, his parents were like freewheeling hippies. Surprise! Uh, <laughs> but the one thing that scared his father was the nuclear bomb. 
was the it was the a bomb being dropped on somebody you know and um he read a comic where superman like survive like saved the city from a nuclear attack and like survived a nuclear bomb and there was something so inspiring about this idea of this character that could do that and beyond that the idea of weak our ideas uh, our aspirations um the things that inspire us are more powerful than our weapons are more powerful than than superman will will the the a-bomb is is destructive and superman does not exist in this world but the idea of superman the 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 fact that we can create something that aspirationally and and is more is more powerful than that um and and I, i and i do think i think our creations our positive creations the things that create positive things in us will always be more powerful than the destructive things and so even if they're fictional that doesn't mean that they don't have a real world uh, presence and power mm-hmm. um and i think that's really cool too we're getting a little emotional i'm gonna be honest guys it's uh, we're getting real uh, i think it's the most real we've ever been on the podcast it may be uh, let us know in the comments <laughs> so i really i really enjoyed this episode and i hope you guys did too i think we're gonna round it out we need, there we need to we need the soundboard with like a, a, far, a fart sound yeah. or something I'll, like I'll, a, I'll see if i have something brewing i'll just <laughs> fart into the microphone and then i won't tell roxy <laughs> don't tell her everybody don't tell her. it's a secret uh but anyways dumb jokes aside guys thank you so much for sending us your questions that was actually really cool yeah I, please send us more yeah send us more because that that was um and it, it can be comic book related but keep it more broad like it, yeah. the more broad ones are fun uh, ghost mythological we've never talked about mythological creatures and i have so many thoughts never we have so many thoughts fairies let's Fairy. go into it griffins griffins which one cooler griffins or dragons the answer is griffins, griffins. Duh. always yeah it doesn't matter what size they are. They're always cooler. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, make sure you go to onlystupidanswers.com to find you know out why they're cooler. Why? Huggable. It's like a lion. It's a cat and a bird. It's mm-hmm. like dragons are scary. Yeah. It's scalable. Yeah. You can, you can pretend you like to hug snakes, but it's not going to be as fun as no. hugging, a, hugging a bird or yeah. a puppy. Don't hug birds. <laughs> Don't hug birds. They're dirty. They're dirty little animals. <laughs> they're little, they're dirty little animals. I had a cockatiel. I know they're dirty. All right. <laughs> Don't don't try to fight me on this. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but make sure you send us all your uh, questions on Twitter at only stupid answers but take out the vowels from stupid but also as we're getting near the end of the year make sure you're following us on facebook that's yeah. at only stupid answers on instagram we post a bunch of pictures there at only stupid answers reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers and fun thing i wish i brought this up earlier because i totally meant to but i totally forgot download the patreon app it's free login because now they have this feature called lens patreon lens yeah it's basically like snapchat stories but for patrons like so if you guys if you guys are already contributing to patreon you're getting more stuff you're like so if you have the app you're gonna be getting like behind the scenes uh photos of us like setting stuff up meeting with people doing meetings and stuff yeah insider secrets how our taxes work figure out what (laughs) our addresses are you're gonna get all this kind of stuff but dj let's do some plugs we're getting near the end of the year yeah uh you can find me at dj talks trash every place that matters uh i'm looking at maybe starting videos on my personal channel again my, my things are things are kind of stabilizing in my yeah, life it's, uh, feeling, it's feeling better uh but um the big thing coming going to 2018 i'm launching a new comic limited series uh, very exciting things are coming from that i can't Pretty wait to share cool. with you if you want to be the first to know you can sign up for to for the mailing list at chaos theory comic dot Com, um, and also you can find the original one shot in stores right now. There's a list of that on that on, on that site as well, or you can order it online. But Sam, mm-hmm. what about you? Uh, at Sam Bashur or Basher on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the good ones. Uh, you can follow me on Snapchat too. But um, I'm gonna be honest, I kind of don't really use that anymore. I kind of just like look at other people's stories and I, I look at what you guys send me, but I don't really post anything on there anymore. Yeah, it's just, it just depresses me. Um, and I had a hiccup. Yeah. Uh, I'm over on New Rockstars. You can see my flash breakdowns. I did one for The Punisher. Yep. I did one for The Defenders and a bunch of other series. I'm also on Need to Know over there. 
which is fun. Uh, but again, download the Patreon app so you can uh, check out all the stuff we post. You can get it instantly. Also, if you contribute to the audio podcast, you can just download it from that app. It, it yeah. already goes to your RSS feed because if you have that link, you get it. But also, you can just download it from the and app. And by the way, if you don't already contribute, you get everything. Everything. Yeah, you can go back and listen to all our reviews of all the superhero shows since we've been doing it. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. All the movies we've watched. Actually, I'm going to be honest, Riff went under, so yeah. uh, those are gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big bummer for us. Yeah, but, but um, they still exist on YouTube. Those YouTubes are there unless, unless they got dinged. dinged. Yeah. Thanks, YouTube. Anyway. Uh-huh. But anyways, guys, thank you so much. We have some... Ex- uh, next week, we're doing the Star Wars review. Am I right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So, and then after that, we're going on a little holiday break, but you're getting some very special episodes with I'm some so very excited. special guests. Some guests who have never been on the show before, some yeah. returning from long gone. So, it's going to be a good one. And then we're going to be hopping into 2018. Uh, sweet so fucking Jesus. Weird. <sighs> Thank you guys so much again for the questions. We love you. Uh, Stay safe. Stay hydrated. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.